0: Honestly, I look at Iowa kind of like I did uh, Kansas State, where. Oh, you're cute.
1: This is why I think Michigan is a fake fucking football team this year. Fucking fake! Big bread shovels. What I think will happen We're gonna is. We're going to find is out who's faker, Michigan State team. or Michigan this weekend. I hate Iowa. I hate Texas.
0: Nebraska wins, bitch! <laughs>
1: <laughs> now watch, Smart Story. is going to burn one for is night. Is your mic on? We beat the
0: absolute okay. shit out of you. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> I talked it into it. Look at that. Baited and switched. Let's go. Oh, uh, dude, it is Purdue week. I feel a win is upon us. Y- you might be the only one in this room. <laughs> 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 and he, he mentions only one in this room because we do actually have a third person, a guest in the room. Just to kick us off, normally we like to in, intro on these preview shows uh, with a little bit of uh, fun facts or maybe weird, funny stuff about the opposing team coming it, in.
0: And I have one after she's done, but oh, yeah. go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah. Tabitha is here. Tabitha, my girlfriend, is here to impart some of her former-having-lived-in-Indiana knowledge upon us. All I have to say is if we lose to a team that sells their tickets for $0.58 cents for some games, <laughs> it's going to be real damn embarrassing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But that is true. Well, uh, thanks for the contribution, baby. Um, definitely big shout-out to you for putting up with us, recording these all season long.
0: Yes. Now, just out of curiosity, before you leave, you don't have to talk to the mic if you don't want to, whatever. Do they sell them at the ticket office for that price, or is that just a StubHub thing? Because I've seen them on StubHub for like 50 cents or a dollar. Yeah, they were like StubHub to get okay. Master, yeah. I didn't know if it was a I ticket I think we booth. paid
1: only a couple dollars to go to one of the games once. It was one of their first games, and it was only a couple bucks. A couple
0: of years ago, I almost went to, I almost like, fuck this, I'm going to drive out there and go to the game because I saw tickets for like $1.50. Yeah. I'm like, yep, okay. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Good shit. Thanks, babe. Jed, what was yours? What was your good one?
0: Well, uh, you know, a couple shows ago, I I like to do the whole uh, where I dive into the alumni, certain random weirdos that might have graduated from uh, the opponents that we're playing against. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we got some... There's some good ones. Obviously, Purdue's a very smart school. It's an engineer school. a A lot of astronauts and... Stuff like that that end up going to Purdue. Space? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's, <laughs> that's, where
1: that's where astronauts go, right?
0: Space? Well, they went to Purdue as well. Like Neil Armstrong. <laughs> I mean, speaking <laughs> of okay, space. Gotcha. I, mean, he's I, I did guy. not know that, actually. Yes. But guys like Neil Armstrong, Jim Gaffigan, John Wooden, the, one of the greatest basketball coaches oh, yeah. of all time. He went to Purdue. Uh, Orville Redenbacher,
1: basically the inventor of popcorn. I know he didn't. Take Mr. Anything. Popcorn Man? Yeah, I oh, know yeah. He didn't invent popcorn, but, you know, whatever. Thought we owed that uh, invention to the Native Americans. I thought we stole that from them too. I don't know. Uh, Brie Olson. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, she's, a terrific, Not a
0: clue. she's a terrific porn actress. Oh. Uh, she you went need to, to, to Purdue. I, I might have embarked uh, on some, some of her. i have of the room for this one. <laughs> 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 but she went to Purdue. But also, a guy by the name of Eric
1: Justin Toth.
0: He is. This must be the
1: funny part because I have. I, I want to laugh at it. <laughs> well, I don't know in. how funny it is. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. Don't don't laugh too much. It's not necessarily that funny. But Yikes. he actually replaced Osama bin Laden. On oh, the, on the FBI top ten most wanted list. Jesus, for what?
1: Like child trafficking? Ex- yeah. Well,
0: not trafficking, but child porn and Jesus all. Christ. You know, a lot of really bad shit. So that's not funny. But the fact that you're the guy that op- replaces Osama bin Laden on the top ten most wanted list of the FBI, it's like. Wow,
1: they, either you're really bad or they're really bored. One or the other.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> from from what I read, it was it was almost like they put him on that top ten list to just uh, heighten the awareness of who this person is that they really wanted to catch him. They Jesus. ended up they ended up catching him about a year later, uh, in uh, Nicaragua or something like that. I don't good remember exactly God. where it was, but but yeah, you re, you replaced Osama bin Laden on the top ten list. That's 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 something. Good job,
1: Purdue. Well. Purdue is out there. <laughs> Purdue is on the map. Yeah. Or the billboard or whatever it is they use these days. I yeah. don't even know. Remember back in the day they used to have that show? They, they, the guy came on he was like, this week on, the FBI is most wanted. No. And it was like it had this creepy music in the background or whatever. I don't know. I don't Speaking know of creepy like. music, uh, we have a new segment that we would like to introduce <laughs> to everyone. Um, we have had some, some of our fans reaching out that... Uh, Sometimes Jed seems a little grumpy. Sometimes Jed seems a little, get off my lawn. Uh, so we decided to make a segment out of it. I think it's pretty funny. A little spin on uh, Jimmy Fallon's thank you. Thank you, notes. Thank you, notes, yes. Yeah.
0: Fuck, Fuck you, notes, notes from, from Jed. Jed. Fuck you, college football schedule, for making me wait until November to be able to watch Sunbelt and MAC football on Tuesdays and Wednesdays Every single week instead of teasing me every other week in the month of October. Fuck you, refs at the Iowa State Oklahoma State game. The fact that you called back a touchdown on a celebration where a guy simply just looked back just to make sure he wasn't going to get tackled, you can go fuck yourself. Fuck you, caller to 1620 who called in and said that the common denominator for all the problems of Nebraska the last four years has been Adrian Martinez, because there's obviously been improvement with a top 20 offense. Hey, dumbass, who do you think is running that top 20 offense? Oh yeah, it's the guy who ranks number 16 in the country in total offense all by himself. So fuck you.
1: spicy <laughs> suck it <laughs> <laughs> uh, we hope people get a little giggle out of that uh we are going to be coming to you with that every week from now on so if you want to get some trash talk to you go ahead and sound dumb in front of jet <laughs> <laughs> in other words just talk to me <laughs> it's not that hard well shit man let's get into this purdue game um okay
0: hold on a second because I, I know we just talked about this but because I like to be fair I do want to say to the purdue people that might be listening I apo- we apologize for well, I'm not gonna say we I apologize for laughing at the fact that you sell one dollar tickets to your games when we are selling bogo tickets for your game coming here this Saturday but at the same time at least half off of our pri- our ticket prices are 35
1: dollars <laughs> it's saying, not a dollar so still whatever yeah Half price of a fifty six dollar ticket. is twenty eight dollars, not uh, 55 cents or fifty five cents. I'm just saying, cents, whatever she said. I, I understand that
0: the jokes could come back to
1: us that we're oh, yeah. doing bogo tickets. Oh yeah, still. no, no, I know. We're we're struggling to get people in the seats right now too. But that's struggling to get people in the seats to maintain a sellout streak. Yeah. A, fa- a to, fake sellout uh, streak, but yeah. Yeah, yeah well, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> Speaking of fuck you, so no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, I am trying to play this one kind of like I played the Northwestern preview. I have not watched a single lick of Purdue football to this point this year, and I don't know shit about this team. So get ready to enlighten me. (laughs) It worked against Northwestern. I'm trying to keep a a streak. Well, this one's kind of a struggle
0: because uh, honestly, when you go through all of the stats, you would think for the most part, maybe not... 100%, but for the most part, you look at this, and it's a lot like looking at the Minnesota game, where on paper, Nebraska should probably win this game and win this game somewhat comfortably, but we all know what Nebraska is and how helter-skelter, up and down, left, right, no idea which way they're going is, so... You know, And the fact that we should have known, on again, on paper, how the Nebraska-Minnesota game was going, and then the way that it ended up going, who the fuck knows? Yeah. So, as far as Purdue goes, they started the season with a quarterback, Plummer. Uh, now they're doing O'Connell for their quarterback, so they've kind of been bounced around. It sounds like O'Connell has firmly cemented himself into the quarterback spot, because um, he can actually throw the ball. Plummer cannot... Uh, we will see three quarterbacks in this game on Saturday. Uh, the other two guys are primarily runners. Uh, O'Connell is the passer. They're gonna throw the ball all over the place. They're not a very they're not a good not just a, not a very good running team. They're not a good running team. Uh, they're basic starting running back. Uh, Horvath got injured in the second game of the season. He broke his leg, so he's out um, who I loved watching play. He reminded me so much of Mike Allstadt, who also played at Purdue. Um, just a big bruising running back wore the same number forty four. Just I I just love watching running backs Full back that. number, <laughs> basically yeah, yeah. But he was a running back. He's really good. Yeah. <coughs> uh, they they've only had over a hundred yards rushing in a game once all this year, and that was against Jesus. terrible UConn. I was
1: gonna say they are they're only averaging seventy four yards a game yeah. on the ground. Yeah, it's really bad. Granted, so, they have played some really good defenses, especially the last two weeks.
0: Yeah. Oh, especially you know Wisconsin. I mean, Jesus. Wisconsin Christ. and Iowa. Yeah, that's two really good defenses. Yeah.
1: So they throw the ball,
0: you know, a little bit under seventy percent of the time. So they're going to chuck the ball around. Uh, they have one of the best wide receivers in the, not just in the in the conference, but in the entire country. David Bell. Uh, he leads the conference. He's the only guy over a hundred yards per game receiving. Granted, that's really helped by the Iowa game where he had about two hundred and forty yards receiving in that game. But still, he is so good. He, uh, if I can find where I wrote him down on, oh, he he's averaging just over seven uh, catches per game, 118 yards per game, uh, 16, 16 yards per catch. Uh, he lit up Nebraska last year for like 132 yards and a touchdown. I think he had 10 catches for 132 yards. Um, so... They're gonna throw the ball around. The one thing that hurts us is the fact that we're not gonna have Deontay Williams, one of our safeties, to be able to double to be able to help with the double team on him because that's what we're gonna need to do. Yeah. Um also with uh Purdue's defense, they got Karlof, Karloftis uh, on the end. He is just a monster. Uh, he almost single handedly destroyed Iowa in that game with a, he had like ten quarterback hurries. Jesus, um, I mean, he's just ridiculous. Uh, he had a scoop. Is a he right sc- or left? Uh, he kind of moves around. I oh, mean, he does. He was, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I watched four games of them today. He was, uh, I think he was primarily on the r- left. I don't know. They keep flipping back and forth, so I'm
1: in my head. I, <laughs> we'll find out on
0: <laughs> <second>. <laughs> Uh It's not
1: going to matter that much. We've got an experience on both sides of the ball, or both sides of the line.
0: We do. Are they good, though?
1: I said inexperience. Oh, I thought you said experience. Inexperience. Sorry, I was like, wait, what? It's not going to matter. <laughs> Our offensive line is so experienced. <laughs> you, don't you know they're so good this year? Yeah, I know. Well, now that's Hardly one Hardly penalized. Never give up
0: sacks. Yeah, I, I brought this up uh, on the last show where I was talking to uh, my radio friend, uh, Greg and Lincoln. Uh, he's a Purdue grad, and he had made the comment that Kirk Ferentz, in the Iowa game, made the mistake of not double-teaming Karloftis. And I, my response to him was, "Great, we don't have anybody good enough to be able to double team him and still be okay on the other side.
1: So that's <laughs> no going to be fantastic. So we'll see. Depends how on that how many goes. they're rushing. Honestly, that's what's that's what it's going to come down to. Well, and
0: so, so my follow up question to him was, uh, so how about your linebackers? As far as if Adrian is healthy enough to be able to move around in the pack, pocket, and scramble. Ross
1: said he's going to be a hundred percent.
0: As close a to 100% quote. as he can be. No, he said that's well, a quote. He'll Ad- be 100%. Adrian said, I'm as close to 100% as I can be. That's a big difference. Well,
1: is he telling the truth, though? Well, if you're only 35%, you're as close to 100% okay. as you can be. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: I'm not, I, I'm not saying that he's a lion, but I'm just saying I'm not believing 100% of what he's saying. Yeah. So, Whatever. So I asked Greg and Lincoln, I said, so what about your linebacker situation as far as if Adrian is able to uh, be healthy enough to be able to scramble and get out of the pocket? He said uh, they, they do have a good linebacker in Alexander, uh, but primarily the guys that will help with that will be their secondary. So as far as guys coming up, which to me says if, if their secondary is the, are the guys that come up to be able to help with the run defense – I would hope that that means that we can get guys over the top, and be able to get time enough time for Adrian to be able to chuck the ball downfield to guys like maybe Betts, Manning Touré, stuff like that. So we'll see. So you're if, seeing
1: us be able to get a little little stretch in the field done. I'm
0: week. hoping so. I mean, you, you would think that if if the defensive backs are the guys that are going to come down downhill, and clean up any uh, you know scramble yards or anything else like that, then that means that people I. You know, again, that's just my own thought that that means people would be able to get past somebody. But um, as far as Purdue's offense, they're the best passing offense in the uh, Big Ten. Uh, they average thir- three hundred and seventeen yards per game, uh, seven point three yards. That per tops attempt. Ohio State. Damn, I'm sorry. That's second in the Big Ten. I apologize. I uh, Ohio State's slinging the ball everywhere. No, yeah, I apologize. It's second in the Big Ten, but so still, it's really. Really good. Yeah. Um, now, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack with what I said as far as throwing the ball over the top. I forgot that Purdue's passing defense is uh, only giving up 52% completion percentage, which is number five in the entire country. So we're going to need to be able to be a little accurate, especially more accurate than the Minnesota game. Um, but – Adrian is. I mean,
1: in in defense of that number, though, they've played quarterbacks from Oregon State, mm-hmm. Connecticut, yeah, Notre Dame, not great, Illinois, not great, Minnesota, not great. Iowa. Wait, not Minnesota, great.
0: not great. What do you mean? He threw for eighty three
1: percent against. That us. was the one fucking game he's completed <laughs> more than fifty five percent of his passes all fucking season. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> they come up for miracles. when it's, it's, like a, it's like a humpback whale coming up once in 73 days or however many fucking days they can stay down there. This dude came up for air against us. Well, and one of the reasons why I asked the question
0: about who's going to be able to clean up the mess as far as if Adrian can scramble, because you listed off all those teams. How many of those guys have mobile quarterbacks? None. Especially moment- Well, I don't know anything about Oregon nope. State or UConn. The answer is no. The answer is no. Gotcha. I watched the Oregon State game t- this morning, and the answer is no. Uh, and nobody I hope you didn't spend time watching UConn,
1: because that's a I terrible did <laughs> I did not. I did not watch that game. <laughs>
0: that's a bad, They're bad. bad. You know, didn't they
1: just get their first win last week or something like that?
0: Uh, they played UMass, who's another horrendous team, and I don't remember who won
1: that game. I think it, you know. It was I, either this week or last week that they got their first win. But, I mean, that's only one-third of our wins, so. Yeah. But still, the UConn is really bad. You know, that's the most fucked up thing, though, to me, is I look at this game. Nebraska was favored against Minnesota. Got our doors blown off, in my opinion. It's weird to look at that score yeah, no, of 30-23 tw- to 23 and feel that because it felt like we got our dicks kicked. Yeah. Like, we, it no, felt we like a blowout to me. I don't care what the score said. We did. Yeah. Um... But we're favored again coming into this one. Right after this team just beat Iowa. And yeah, then, yeah, they turn around and shit the bed no, against Wisconsin. It was bad. A bad Wisconsin bad. game. No. They beat the shit out of Iowa, though, dude. Yeah, they did. At at the time that Iowa, yes, it was fakely propped up, but number two in the country. Yep. Like they, I don't care if, it, if, if they're a fake number two team or not. They're still at least a top 10 team. Mm-hmm. Probably a top 12 team at Absolutely. most. Absolutely. That's awesome. So tip my cap to them. Jeff Brom is good for one of these wins a year, it seems like. Yep. Was it last year or two years ago that they knocked off Ohio State and t- two basically destroyed, t- it was two destroyed three their three national championship?
0: It was two or three yeah. years
1: ago. It's, it's wins like that that Frost is missing that would make all of these bad seasons a lot more tolerable. You mean- Like people from Purdue, people in the media that talk about Purdue and talk about Jeff Brom like Jeff Brom. They call him a good coach even though he rings up very similar records to what we have, but he's got a top 10, top 15 win pretty much once a year. He's 23 and 28 at yeah. Purdue. So, I mean, he's not much ahead of Frost. No. Uh, and like you said right before we got on here, he's only been there one extra year. Yeah. Uh, but he has two or three of these big-time top five wins under his belt. Yep. And so something is happening motivation-wise in those games because they definitely don't have the talent. No. They don't have the talent to to be matching up with, with us with us this weekend, but neither did Minnesota, and that didn't fucking matter. Nope. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, looking at looking at just, you know, every it seems like every sports analyst website now has their own FBI and different things like that. Yeah. But looking at the common denominator that a lot of them are using for some of their rankings on the ESPN one, Nebraska's favored seventy four point nine percent to win this game. Mm-hmm. I don't trust it for shit. I don't. We were favored seventy seven percent against Minnesota. Cool.
0: Yeah, I, and I don't like those whole project. Like if they're I, weird. You, they're you, they're what, all analytical. I get that. But you at want the same to know what time
1: what you look at you look at the players on the field and you say that makes sense. We should yeah. win. What one of my least
0: favorite uh, stats that has come out over the last couple of years is post game win expectancy. It's like. So basically, it's a computer looking at all the stats and what you did during a game and saying and whether or not you should have won, What you sh- whether you should have won. It's like, yeah, but that's why it's played on the field. And yeah, no, that's you didn't. why computers don't set like I, records. People bring up post game win expectancy so much like, oh, it, they were they lost the game, but they were 70 percent post game win. expectancy." what is the what the fuck does that mean?
1: Doesn't give you a win. I don't have a fucking idea. Doesn't mean dick. I don't have a fucking idea.
0: I can't stand it. And I mainly bring that up because there was a graph for this year that Nebraska is literally last in post-game win expectancy in the entire country at, like, just over two games that they so-called should have won in post-game win expectancy. It's like, cool. You know what that gives us? Why, just because of mistakes and things like that? Yeah, you know, the yardage that we gained over the other team and how, you know... Or are you like, saying we're dead last in in that we haven't lived up to the potential? that Basically, yeah. oh wow. So as far as our post game win expectancy, it's like negative just over two, and that's the lowest. So we should entire.
1: have only lost two games according to that, two or three. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. No, but the thing is, you watch the games and you could have said that there was a couple of things that could have happened and we would should have won. It's a handful of plays, but. A handful of plays, and we so, are. So, what does this stat tell me? Oh, something I already knew. Yeah. Thanks, Jesus
1: Christ. Oh, we we very easily could be sitting right now at six and two. Could be easy. Could be. You could you could take three or four plays back and and run them the other direction, and and we're I like at, the fact that you said three or four
0: plays because I hate the we're one play in every game. No, you're not one play away from anything. You're a handful of players. It's plays, sad that we were
1: only a, a one or two plays away from that winning that Minnesota game. We had no business winning that game. As no. shitty as we played. Yeah. But that's also how bad
0: Minnesota is. Yes. But that's also how untrustworthy and erratic and bad Nebraska is. Yeah. Because they lose the games that they quote unquote should win.
1: Well and man, we we got into it during our fan our fan show and then you and I've gone back and forth a little bit. Yesterday, a fan reached out and asked, you know, you guys should compare Patrick Mahomes and Adrian Martinez because they were comparing him on the radio because Mahomes is an athletic type that can scramble, that can run around and make some miraculous plays when needed. But at the same time, he still is making bonehead moves this year. It reminded them of Adrian Martinez because Adrian Martinez seems like, dude, this guy should be in the Heisman contention. He's doing awesome. And it takes, you know He does? Three or four dude, there there were a few games there, especially A few games, what does that mean? Northwestern, Michigan. Does that mean Caleb Williams should be
0: in the Heisman conversation? No, 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 no. no, no. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. I'm just
1: I'm saying that the way he was playing was at Heisman contender level for a few games. But then the bonehead mistakes start to get wrapped up. They start to ratchet up and it's I mean, it's a fumble at the end of a game to end end the Michigan game in a loss. What does that Minnesota game look like if we somehow pulled that Michigan game off? If we drive the field and score with no time left and win that Michigan game? What's Minnesota look like then? Does he continue to build on that, or does he continue to fumble fuck around and have problems? I don't know. Well, I mean, he had the injury in between those two games. I totally get that. That's... I totally get that, and I'm not saying that that wouldn't have happened or it wouldn't have affected saying, him I'm the same way that I'm just saying it's a
0: hard it comparison. To, I, it's hard for me to throw out, to answer that hypothetical considering we knew that he was injured.
1: I get that. Just entertain the idea, though. I'm not talking about analy- analyzing it and saying statistically, well, factually, this is what would happen. I'm saying entertain the idea. Well, I mean, what would have happened in
0: the Minnesota game? I don't know because, again, I can't trust this team. I mean, it's... That's fair. Th- this, that's fair. I, I hate saying it over and over again, but it's this team just always, and it's not just Adrian Martinez. I know everybody wants to just blame the quarterback. No, but and it's so much easier to see when it's no, Adrian Martinez no, because
1: he is the focal point. He I is understand. the man running everything.
0: I understand the quarterback gets too much of the credit and too much of the blame. I totally understand that. I Whatever. that That's on the top of the list. I get it. But, you know, Adrian Martinez, surely, I, I know people can say the interception in overtime, but he surely didn't lose the Michigan State game for us with some bad play because if we stop somebody on a punt
1: return, we don't even go to overtime. That game was a win, yeah. We don't go to overtime, so it's no, irrelevant. No, Um so But then he also, in overtime, sh- totally shit the bed. And what was the overtime stat that you pulled out that we were 0-7 or 0-8 yeah, in overtime under Scott Frost? Not just 0-whatever, oh not, not under Frost, over the last... Uh, 678
0: years. But we well, I thought what you told me no, was No, what I'm oh, saying is
1: we haven't scored. Oh yeah, we haven't scored under frost. Which means
0: meantime. we also are O oh and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but cuz obviously you have to score. No, we haven't even scored a point in overtime in like 7 or 8 years. But that's insane. So to try to play the hypothetical with the Minnesota game, I it would be hard because I know what the game plan was for Minnesota because they talked about it after the game. P.J. Fleck mentioned it multiple times, whether it was the post-game press conference or there was a Monday uh, conversation that I, saw, that I heard with him um, after the game as well where he talked about how they wanted to contain, their sole focus was to contain Adrian Martinez. They wanted to keep him where he needed to be. They didn't know that he was injured going into that game it just so happened to help them the fact that he was injured big time so how would their how would minnesota's defense been able to contain a healthy adrian martinez i don't know i mean it's it, history would say that they would actually be able to do pretty well because they've done pretty well against nebraska over the last handful of years but i you know i don't know all i know is that their game plan going into it was Stop Adrian equals stop Nebraska. And the fact that a hurt Adrian came into that game, it just helped Minnesota that much more.
1: Big time. Big time. And I, I agree with that. Um, I don't know I don't like you said, you can't you can't hypothetical. you can't you can't take a hypothetical on the whole situation. But I just feel like like we've talked about so many times, this is a very, very mentally weak team, mentally weak staff. Yes. And it seems as though when momentum is right, not a lot's going to stop them.
0: But you know, when,
1: moment, when momentum's wrong, like losing the Michigan game, the heartbreaking way that we lost it, on Adrian's shoulders, and, and then in the gets, Michigan State game, and, and the, the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, yeah, game, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm talking about specifically I, that I one know, I know into Minnesota. I'm just talk- compounding, and the things. fact that we didn't have enough "quote unquote" juice, 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 Dude, to juice. get up and be ready to go against Minnesota. It's it's not a long bus trip up there. No, maybe they flew. I they, don't know. They
0: probably. I'm guessing they flew.
1: Probably, whatever. I don't. I don't even care. It's not a long flight no. either. It's probably an hour fifteen. It's not like they were jet-lagged. It's not like they had problems from cramping up on a 20-hour bus ride. Anything like that. There's no reason for a lack of juice the next day. Well, and I, That atmosphere is fun. We've been there. We've experienced it. There's no reason that they weren't amped up getting out in the stadium I and I talked going. about it
0: last time. It's, yeah. It's not just, you know, the short trip, this, or, you know, the fun atmosphere. They kicked your ass the last two years. Yeah. That's it. I don't... It, in my opinion, you shouldn't have to say anything else. They kicked your. But that's ass also tears. why. I,
1: that's also why I feel like if they weren't hanging their head coming off that heartbreaking Michigan loss and and just expending all that energy in the in the Michigan loss, I think it would have been a little bit different. Either way, I want to get into these questions. The fans like these questions. Hit me with them. Okay. Uh, I
0: do have eight this time. I know you would like. To That's all right. Have me do for only like five, but no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> we'll buzz through them.
1: Uh,
0: let's see. Well, I'm gonna. I start. won't
1: expound on it near as much because, like I said, I haven't watched a lick of well, fucking I'll you, football.
0: i give you on a couple of these. I have some information to be able to, you know, kind of give you something. Uh, the the first one is the trusty one, except that I jumped it up because we hit the over last time at six return yards.
1: Oh my god!
0: So I put it up to ten and a half punt return yards.
1: Yes, I'm going over. I'm doing it. We are over by a significant margin. <laughs> I don't have a reason other than that we're going to make Purdue punt a lot. Okay, I'm going to go with the under. Just because. Shocker.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give you some information on this one. Who will have more sacks? Whose defense will have more sacks? Uh, both both teams are last in the conference, giving up 21 sacks each. Oh, boy. Both teams have gained 13 sacks on the season, and it's tied for second to last in the conference. Jesus. So, neither team is good at sacking, and both teams are bad <laughs> at giving up sacks. God damn. So, it, it, literally, both sides, they, they're the exact same number. Granted, Nebraska has played one more game than Purdue has, so that – as far as the per per game Let me ask you this, because you've had
1: this stat for pretty much every other week for the whole season. What's the average size of their offensive line? I did not look at that. God damn it, Jed, that's the one stat I need for this. Well, I will tell you this. Their offensive line is
0: really bad, and they're also banged up. So, if that
1: plays any factor in what you're thinking. I just wanted to know how big they were, Um, mostly from the fact that I feel like our defense is coming into this game angry as fuck. I feel like they did a lot of what needed done in the Minnesota game, and their offense was not helping them out one bit. They're going to be angry. They're going to want to go after some people, and if Purdue doesn't have offensive line size the way that the behemoths are raised up in Minnesota, I see us feasting. I'm going Nebraska. Okay, so also I will. I'm not
0: changing the question, but I'm also letting you know. Obviously, with a question like this, you can also say push. So I don't push on shit, man. Yeah, well, there's. No. <laughs> you, I know the one thing that you push on, but whatever.
1: Push it real good. <laughs> uh,
0: I will not go with the push, but I'm going to go with something that starts with a P, and I'm going to go with pretty. Oh boy. <laughs> Chad also
1: thinks we're going to lose this game by 30 points. No, that that is
0: not. (laughs) Half of that is right, but the other half is not. Uh, I will say the reason why I say Purdue is because I think the way you beat Purdue, well, I mean, Purdue can beat themselves, but the way you beat Purdue is you basically do what Wisconsin did, and you drop back a bunch of guys, and you only rush three, maybe four guys. So. With Nebraska's defensive line as good as they play on at periodic times, if you're only rushing three, maybe four guys, and you are going to drop a bunch of guys, you're not going to get a whole lot of sacks. No, so that's true. that's why I'm going to go with Purdue. Fair. So number three, we already talked about how bad they are at rushing the ball Purdue is. So And they've only got one game over 100 yards. I'm going to go with Purdue rushing yards, 99 and a half. See if they get over 100 yards.
1: Under, baby, under. I want to hold them under 50. That'd Make be, them hurt.
0: That'd be nice, but... Uh, I mean, would... what
1: we did to Michigan State, what we did to Northwestern, who both those at the time were the top one in two rushing teams in the Big Ten. Granted, Northwestern was Northwestern. I like it.
0: I like keeping them down. I so I struggle with this one because obviously I went with the over on the sack. So that's going to cut down on or no that. I'm sorry. I went the other way. So, yeah, no, I'm going to go with the over because I like our rushing defense. But technically, we've only held two teams under 100 yards.
1: Yeah. We've also played very different games against teams that. uh, God damn it. I'm making your point for you. We played very different <laughs> games against teams that aren't very so good keep at rushing talking. the ball. No. Yeah. But we have. We, we scheme know, know. differently. Yeah. And when we're not focused on taking away the run as their primary source of moving the ball, we do tend to give up some stuff on the ground because we are focused so much more on in dropping into coverage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. You probably got me there. I'm still going to stay under just because they haven't proved it at all against... I mean, fuck, maybe they rest for 100 against UConn. That might be who they did it against.
0: Uh, I can look it up in a little bit, but, um, no, I, I mean, I think that we can definitely here, hold I got them it right here. Okay. Um, I think we definitely can hold them under a hundred yards. I just, you know, for lack of a better phrase of the 8,000 times that I've said it, I don't
1: trust this team. Uh, no, I don't know. No, Stop no, me. No, if no. you've heard that before. Not once. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they, did, they ran for 187 against UConn. Okay. On 42 attempts. Yeah. It was still only four point five per rush. Like I said, that's bad, they're, man. They're that's really a,
0: bad. They're not a good running team.
1: But you're also in that game. They're up. They were up thirty five at half. Yeah. which means they were running the ball nonstop in the second half.
0: Oh, it's funny that you say second half.
1: Boom, second half. Let's go.
0: It's funny how you don't know these questions and you literally lead me into half of them. I don't. I don't <laughs> fucking know them.
1: But I do know you, and I know how to have a football (laughs) conversation with you. That's for fucking sure.
0: All right, Purdue second half points. Uh, I've got it at thirteen and a half. Over fifty percent of their second half points have been uh, in uh, were in the first two games. So they've they they don't score much in the in the. Over
1: fifty percent of their second half points were in the first two games. Came Fourteen in, of them came in UConn. Came in the first two games. Yes.
0: So, so of the la-
1: of the last five games after the
0: Oregon State and UConn game, which by the way, Oregon State's not terrible. They're actually a pretty good team, and they might end up winning the Pac-12. But since
1: over since, Oregon,
0: well, I mean, it'll it'll come down to that game as far as who Damn. who represents the Pac-12 North. But um, over the last five games throughout the entire game. They are averaging only 15 points a game. Purdue is. They've scored 13 points in four of the last five games. They scored 24 against Iowa. What'd you set the over/under points at? In the second half alone, I put it at 13 and a half. I'm going under. I put it at 13 and a half because I was like two touchdowns. I want to go
1: under two. I get two it. Touchdowns. You wanted the teaser there. You wanted two touchdowns. I
0: almost went nine and a half because I was or ten and a half because I was thinking the ten and that you know. But I bumped it up for another field. It's fair line,
1: honestly. So you're going o- also because we're a second-half team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going under for sure.
0: Okay. I actually am. I think if I pick Purdue to win, I kind of have to go over on this. I think you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Screw it. I'm going under, too, because I think that's going to be pretty close. Uh Nebraska third down conversions. I've got the number at forty percent. Nebra or Purdue allows thirty-three percent. Nebraska gets forty three point eight percent. So Nebraska forty percent third down conversion rate.
1: What say you? Over. Why? Mostly just because I don't think we're going to struggle that much in this game to move the ball.
0: Um, I'm going to go with the under. And honestly, I think that if we don't struggle in this game in a general sense, not just third-down conversions, I think it's because we're not going to have very many third downs. That's fair. Uh, Number six, David Bell. Like I said, one of the best receivers in the entire country, let alone the conference. Um David Bell receiving yards, he averages 117 per game. I'm going to put it at 119 and a half. Again, he had about 10 catches for 132 yards and a touchdown against us last year. Uh, and again, not having Deontay Williams uh in our secondary is going to hurt us. I I do love uh I'm brain farting on the guy that's uh the guy that had the two interceptions against Penn State. Heinrich? No. No. Jesus. Sorry, I've had too much Jaeger.
1: Uh <laughs> it's Penn State. Now you're yeah. we go back to last year. He came, yeah, he came I, into my the brain game. don't work that far back.
0: I'll bring it up. But anyway, he's he's playing up for Deontay Williams. So 119 and a half.
1: Over. I think he's gonna be the only only target that's gonna get a good movement on us.
0: Um let me see here. Oh, Miles Farmer, that's who it is.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, You said over? Yeah. I heard Miles Farmer is really outstanding in his field. What do you mean? <laughs> Come on, man. Wow. <laughs> dad
0: jokes. I was going to say, I'm actually a dad, and that was not <laughs> that good. That one went no. right past you. Huh? That was not, no, it was not good. <laughs> Come on. I'm the that one in this funny. room that's an actual dad. That was fucking no, funny. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go over too. I, he's too fucking good. Uh, turnover margin plus 1.5 for Nebraska. Purdue. I, did you watch any of that Wisconsin Purdue game? No. Okay. It was sloppy. like I said. I haven't watched a look okay. at Purdue. You're right. I'm. I apologize. It was sloppy as all holy hell. But Bo- on, honestly, on both sides.
1: Well, I have to imagine because they lost pretty poorly to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's bad. Yeah. To give up 30 points to Wisconsin is saying something. Well, O'Connell threw three
0: interceptions in that game. But then you go to the Iowa game, and they took away four interceptions from Petrus, So there's a big difference. And so Nebraska is plus one on the season for turnover margin. And uh, Purdue, I believe, is minus five. So, like I said, I got the turnover margin at plus 1.5 for Nebraska. We actually got it last game with two interceptions. Plus
1: 1.5? Yep. I'm going to go under on that just cuz I think we'll get plus 1, but 1. 1. 1.5 is a lot. I, we got to come up plus 2 in order to get there and that's yeah. That's asking for a lot. Well, we didn't have any turnovers
0: last game and we got the plus 2. Is Minnesota is Purdue that
1: much worse than or better than Minnesota? Eh, I, I just don't know that we're going to get as lucky as we did against Minnesota. Minnesota, like, he played an amazing game. He had 22 of his 24 balls he threw get caught. Two yep. of them just happened to come to us. Yep. And they were back to back, and they were really bad throws.
0: Outside of that, he a Well, didn't one make of them was a decisions. great interception, though.
1: Yes. It might have been a bad throw, but it was
0: still a great interception. It was bad throw and yeah. a double coverage. It was yeah, yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I almost have to go with the under if I'm picking Purdue to win. But at the same time, it depends on we could get turnovers. Whether or not we capitalize on the turnovers are a different story. Fact. So, I guess I kind of have to still go with the under. But I really want to go with the over.
1: Do it, man. No, nah, I'm not. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Yay. Whatever. He won't do it. He won't do it.
0: Uh, last one. Adrian Martinez completion percentage. His on the season, he's sixty. 60- he's having a come up game. Yes. Hopefully. He is. On the season, he's at 64.5%. Yep. Uh, Like I said earlier, Purdue's defense is fifth in the country on uh, uh, completion percentage of the opposing quarterback at 52.8. I'm just going to put the number at Adrian Martinez's average at 64.5.
1: He's going to have an anomaly game like what Minnesota's quarterback had against us last week. Adrian's going to go like 21 for 24 or 17 for 19 we're gonna do a lot of running the ball in this one i think we're gonna do a lot of those odd bump passes on the jet sweep that count as a pass and a little pop all the yak um and so i think yeah don't come back (laughs) Uh, at least don't don't come back behind the, the line of scrimmage um no i i i foresee this being a very much a protect the ball game a minimize the errors and the opportunity for the errors for Adrian. Pump up some uh, you know, some mental fortitude and get this thing going. I think he'll be over that easy. Um I think he is
0: or at least he shouldn't throw the ball that much. So, with not throwing the ball that much, I think if he throws over 17 times, I know you said like 17 of 19, possibly, 21 of 24. Yeah. So, that sort of thing. I'm not thinking he's going to throw it a ton. I'm hoping that he doesn't throw the ball over 17 (laughs) times. So, with that aspect, I think he could easily get to the over on the 64.5 because I think he should be able to be – Competent enough to be able to do it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I I just completely went. We've had some
1: drinks. We've had some drinks. So I'm going to go with the over on that, but
0: I don't really have a good reason to.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, The over under in this game, to give you a look at the weather, it's actually supposed to be clear in 61 in Lincoln on Saturday. Nice. I am actually very excited for the weather in this game. I think it'll be a very, very nice day to be out in Lincoln. Um. The over under on this game is 52 and a half. I'm looking at just the last three games between Nebraska or the Nebraska's played and that Purdue has, has played. Purdue scored 13, 24 and 13. Nebraska scored 56, 29 and 23. I look at that and I say, "Mm." the thing is real quickly. I I'm
0: sorry for interrupting, but. Not just the last three games, the 13, 24, 13. Look at the previous two games as well. It's 13, 13 oh, yeah. for Purdue. So it's they, low. They, yeah. They have not. Like I said, they've averaged 15 points a game the last five games.
1: I think the under seem safe on this with I, the exception I, of it turning into another Northwestern game. And it being, fuck, 50 points Nebraska by themselves. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Do we get right or not? You think we're gonna lose this game? I do. I, I see, but I think if we lose this game, all the wheels fall off the train, and Frost winds up fired by the end of the season. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not ready to go that far yet. But well, it's either it's one or the other. Because I, don't, I don't. If we lose this game, it's done. We don't, we don't win another game. When's the last time Nebraska had a three win season? <sighs> the forties, rough. I mean, four is bad, but at least Mike Riley did it before Frost got here. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say we're winning this. We're probably winning it in very similar fashion to the Northwestern game. It's a get right. It's a two thirty game, which means it's gonna be getting it's gonna be pushing dark outside. The lights will be on by the time the game is over. I think it's gonna be fun. I am gonna go under, but I am gonna take Nebraska to cover the seven and a half spread. So the last time
0: we had three wins in a season was nineteen sixty one. I wasn't far off when I said 40s. Just,
1: well, I mean, that's Twelve years.
0: <laughs> well, I guess if you're talking 49, yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's what we're t- I said. 4ds. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I. It's like a good set of double D tits. 4ds, or it's, it's <laughs> like a sore dick. Can't beat I, it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't trust. So again, I was talking to my buddy uh greg and lincoln and i told him that i was gonna pick purdue to win and he basically said he was gonna pick nebraska to win because neither of us trust each other's fan bases sure and, and he, you're
1: the eternal pessimist and he
0: said that this is basically the mirror bowl where neither team knows what the fuck we're gonna get sure. when our team gets out on the field um on paper again just like the minnesota game should nebraska win yes
1: I just can't trust this team. Here's the other thing that's weird to me, just looking at more of the FPI stuff that ESPN does and all their analytics. They have the score coming out at 52.5, with Nebraska scoring 29 and Purdue scoring 22. You said Purdue's averaging 15 points against defenses that are not as good as ours minus Iowa and Wisconsin. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. It seems fishy. I, like I said, I'm I'm under. I'm taking Nebraska to cover seven and a half. You're taking Purdue to win outright. So I would take the under on the point total, because basically, if they score the
0: 13 points that they have been scoring in the majority of these games, that means Nebraska will score 39. Yeah, on that's too. But I don't know that we can get to 39. So I mean, we can, but I don't know that we will because Purdue's defense is very good. So I would take the under on the point total. Uh, obviously, like I said. I am just as confident in picking Purdue to win as I would be picking Nebraska to win, which means I'm zero confident. Flip a coin. But I'm picking Purdue to win ultimately just because I said after the Minnesota game I will not be picking this team to win another game until they show me something. So if they can show me something in this game, then maybe I can You're pick You're not going to believe shit that
1: they show you in this game.
0: If they, if they If they can come out and do something like a Northwestern game, Yes, I can believe that they could beat Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, but you still didn't believe that they were going to do that after the Northwestern game. What do you, you didn't believe we were going to beat Michigan. You kept saying, oh, I still don't trust them after the, that Northwestern beatdown." No, but I'm saying coming off of the other thing
0: is. How coming off a bad Minnesota game. I get that. That and coming off of a bye week. Uh, Scott Frost hasn't proved that he can win off of a bye week. He's. I mean, granted, he's... Well, we heard him
1: complain enough about not getting enough time to practice during those two weeks.
0: Well, mainly because they weren't allowed to, because... I get that. That's
1: what he was complaining about in the press conference. But, uh,
0: yes, ultimately, I'm picking Purdue to win, just off of principle of what I said after the Miami game. It's highly reluctant, but, God, I hope I'm fucking wrong.
1: That's a wrap. Be sure to like our page and join the Big Red Junkies Nation group on Facebook. You can now find us on all the major podcast networks, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon. Thanks for listening, and Go Big Red!